welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ, it is a very special day. The NBA Top 75 all-time list is out, and we have a lot of thoughts. You're 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 cl- closely cuffing a book to your chest right now. How are you feeling? Yeah, we have a lot to talk about today. We have to dissect and go through this Top 75 list and uh, and get your thoughts on it, and, and we'll see where we go from there. Tate. I need I need your help today. <laughs> you need some guidance? Okay. I'm holding everything possible before jumping off and going into this rabbit hole. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. No, I'm you you to, were on the phone with me last night for about an hour. I'm trying to going to, I'm trying yeah, to trying read to get this everything positive. I'm holding the last book right now to distract me from going down this list. You see the name of this book, Tate? Mm. The Nature of Consciousness, The Structure of Reality. Yes, holding it close. Now, I'm trying to understand, Tate, how these lists are coming out. <laughs> okay. I tried to- Where are they ig- coming from? I tried yeah, yeah. To, you're trying to see if you're in reality I tried right to now. ignore yeah. it when mm-hmm. you brought this to my attention. Okay. Then I go home at dinner- my beautiful wife cooked a meal last night, Ooh. and she said, "Hey, honey, have you seen the top seventy-five list?" Oh, she didn't know what she started. Then I said, "Okay." I just politely, you know, got up and started washing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't answer the question. I didn't answer the question. <laughs> then my son last night, my twenty-one-year-old son. <laughs> He comes up and he says to me, hey, dad, you ever heard of this guy named Bob McAdoo? How did he Ooh. make the list? And I said, Ooh, what did you just I, say? I said, what, what did you, you just say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had to fight your son. Yeah, I almost kicked him out of the house after he said that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tate, uh, this all happened, Tate, yesterday after you and I talked about potentially, yep. you know, Putting out our own list here at Pushing yes. Through. So mm-hmm. take it's taking me everything in my power right now. I'm holding on to this book tr- to try not to go down this path, this path of darkness, and jump into this mm. fray. But mm. take, I can't get away from it. I can't deny it. So if need be, Tate, I am prepared. I am prepared <laughs> if need be. Okay. But I'm going to start this right now, Tate, and I want to say this. The pundits are in danger. If we go down this list, if we go down this path, the (laughs) pundits are in danger. Okay. I mean, rightfully so. Because, Tate, I should not have to answer these types of questions. Yeah. No one should. We should not have to answer who's the greatest of all time. We should, Mm. the game should speak for itself. And you like to think that it does. We like to think that it does. The game should speak for for itself. Yes. But there's no campaigning here. But now I see the campaigning and all of the things that bothers me about this. The, The people. You know, going into why this guy should be on the list mm. and this guy shouldn't be on the list. And then we start mm. pulling out the stats and then we start pulling out whatever. 
the game. Yeah, first team all NBAs, so, all that sort so of stuff. So take yeah. the pundits are in danger, and we are going <laughs> to keep it real here. Today, Tate, mm. if we go down this path, I must be the nucleus. I must become the atomic structure of basketball today and remain mm. in the center of the game yes. with okay. no hidden agendas, mm. no politics, no money. We are not, I'm putting this, we are not taking anything from our sponsors, our partners for this show so that the game will remain pure. Top priority. Yeah, as it should be. Mm. Okay, but I can't get away from this tape, so I'm gonna throw it to you, my friend. (laughs) And wherever this goes, it's gonna go. But I'm just gonna tell you again, Tate: the pundits are in danger. The pundits are in danger, and you know we'll we'll start off the top. So the NBA puts out a top 75 list to celebrate 75 years of its of its existence as a league. Now, from the start there, BJ, we already have the, the the prying in because the NBA did not integrate until 1949. So this is really the 72nd year of, of full basketball within the NBA. So th- from the start, BJ, we already have some technicalities that are being thrown out See, there. So I just wanted to say that. Tate, I'm not going to even go there. But thank you for saying that because, again, mm-hmm. today I'm going to remain the nucleus uh, I'm I'm just throwing this out there just to, to give the people some some context to this situation. Okay. So we we had an NBA top fifty that was announced in 1996, and those were the top fifty greatest players of all time. According to news, who? According to the, the the powers that be, we should say the the NBA powers that be, the 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 media and the players and the committee that they put together to name the top fifty greatest players of all time. That's what happened in 1996. The good news, BJ, is that no one that was on that original top fifty list has been left off the top 75 list, which I, I think that was... We, we should give a tip of the cap to that, right? Yeah, that, I, that was good I, news. I, I, that, if, there, if there is some good news coming from this 75 list, <laughs> that's probably the one and only. Okay. okay. So that's good news. That's good news. Okay. Respect. So the because I don't 50. really know or understand how you could be in the original top 50, but then you couldn't make the top <laughs> 75. It didn't make much sense to me either, so I'm glad they held up their end of the bargain. Okay. So w- with that in mind, we have 50 players. We have 75 spots, and we have to go from 50 to 75. We don't have to take anyone off the original 50, and we have to add 25 new names. So with that in mind, BJ, should we start going down and working through who we would say the 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 no doubt about it, the non-negotiables, the guys that if you look at basketball since 1996, and even prior to 1996, you say to yourself, there's no doubt in my mind he is one of the top 75 basketball players ever to play the game. These are non-negotiables. And I'll start right with the name you already threw out, Bob McAdoo. Okay, okay, Tate, that's that's a great name. But before we go down this path, <laughs> I want to know the following. Are we saying, are we saying the following? Are these the 25, are these the 25 greatest players we've ever seen or are we just saying the 25 players who were performed the best in the NBA what That's are we what, the NBA is what are we saying here because when you say the NBA it's synonymous to the greatest players in the world yes it's public domain it's kind of like Kleenex so when you say Kleenex, Kleenex you know it's a tissue okay and when you say the greatest that means you know, look, injuries are part of the game. 
okay? But because we're saying the greatest, I want to verify the greatest players I've ever seen. So let, let, let's use that as the baseline because yes. I think what you're saying is right. These, These are, are the greatest, greatest players, players I've ever, ever, ever top seen. Top 75. The, the greatest player yes. the game has ever seen. Now, mm-hmm. if you're saying an NBA game, well, you know, we can we can we can debate that. We can debate about who's had the first team 75's greatest yeah. NBA career. But mm-hmm. we're saying the 75 if, greatest cause, players. Because if we're saying NBA careers, Career. then someone like Vince Carter would be in consideration because he, he played, played 22 years. years. This is what yeah. I'm saying. So I'm just going to I'm going to remain the nucleus of the game today mm-hmm. and 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 sit there and say, here is the 25 greatest players I've seen with the addition of these 50 players who are currently on the list. Mm. So let, let's start going through the non-negotiables. Okay, so go. the first name that I threw out was what your son was was aghast at, and you almost threw him out of your house, Bob McAdoo, the original one and done, the first player to go to college for one year in North Carolina and say, I'm so talented, I need to go to the pro game ASAP. And that's what Bob McAdoo did. He did it before anybody else. That was not a norm. That was a, not, a, not a thing that a lot of people liked that he did at the time, of course, but Bob McAdoo did it. And Bob McAdoo... Deserves that respect, obviously, with the Miami Heat, with, with this great organization, a big pillar for big men, teaches a lot of big men, shares the game, imparts the game, and uh, gets his due, BJ, gets on the top 75 list. Bob McAdoo can do, and I was still, uh, I'm still upset from 1996. So take, give mm. me six seconds to rant here. Please. How can the MVP of this league, the MVP of this league, not be on the list. The MVP of this league was not in the top 50 of all times. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. Bob McAdoo has to be on the list. Hmm. I think we have a rule here. If you win MVP, MVP in the a- NBA, absolutely. you're on the if list. If you are an MVP of this league for an 82-game season, you got to be on the list. You got to be on the list. Okay, but Mob McAdoo, without question, is on the list. Easy. So let's keep moving. The next name that should have been on the original top 50, if you talk to you and I, Dominique Wilkins, the Uh, human highlight film, is in the top 75. So that's good news. Dominique Wilkins finally gets his due, but he should have gotten his due the first time around, right? How could Neek not be on this list? Mm. How could the human highlight film not be in the top 50? I'm still upset Mm. about that. Okay, that's 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 my six seconds. Dominique, without <laughs> question. Bob McAdoo, without question. These are non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. These Easy. are non-negotiable for basketball. This is basketball mm-hmm. talking here. This isn't my opinion, your opinion. This is basketball. Those two gentlemen, without question, have to be on the list. And let's keep going with the non-negotiables because the next one is the big fundamental. Uh, His name uh, is Tim Duncan. Tom, Tim, Tim, Tim Duncan is on the top five of all time lists. Mm. Okay. Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Allen Iverson is the no, next name that comes up. Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. It, it, this is basketball. Non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. That's four. I remember you telling me a story the first time that you played AI when he first came in the league. That was the time that you said to yourself, oh, there's, there's a new guard coming it, it, into it, this lane. There's yeah. a new. Things are changing. There's a new era. And his name mm. was AI. 
Yes. Non-negotiable. A one-man band. Uh, next up, another man who changed the game in so many different ways and created a whole mentality, the Mamba mentality, Kobe Bryant. Non-negotiable. non-negotiable. That's not even enough said. He's in, he's in, he's in everybody's – he should be in everybody's top whatever list. Yeah. Top. He's a name you throw in there. He, he, and, and then for a lot of kids my age, we grew up with Kobe and he was our Michael. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You, you saw that's not, that way. So that's five. That's five on our non-negotiable right now. So that means we got 20 left. Mm-hmm. So now, now we're going to keep going. Non-negotiables. Dirk Nowitzki. Come Non-negotiable. on. Non-negotiable. Yeah. Hey, Dirk is what perhaps one of the greatest bigs we've seen mm. with this type of skill set at seven. He was a seven-footer. That's non-negotiable. That's, not, that's six. And one of the greatest international players we've ever Absolutely. seen. Absolutely. Obviously, that's one impact. of the great players. I don't care where he's from. Yeah. Basketball has spoken. Yes. Here we took basketball. He's in. So that's six. Yep, that's six. Now let's go to number seven. LeBron James. Non-negotiable. That's non-negotiable. This guy (laughs) perhaps will be the leading scorer in the history of the game. Yes. So not even a question. Yes. Could could break Kareem's record, which seemed impossible to break. 38,000 and some points. Non-negotiable. That's seven. Non-negotiable. Next up, we have a guy who dropped 50 points in a game, in a finals game ceiling performance. Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, could go down as the greatest international basketball player ever uh, by the time he hangs it up. So non-negotiable, now, he's in. Giannis, right? you talking about the future. You talking about the past. Right now, we talking about now. Giannis, yes. right now, is, now. is mm-hmm. without question. Without question, one of the most dynamic players I have ever seen. Non-negotiable. Whether defensively, offensively, and he's getting better. better. Non-negotiable. That's this is basketball. Mm. This is basketball talking now. Okay, okay that's so it. We, so next up, number nine, we got here Stephen Curry, oh, hey, hey, mean, hey, hey, hey. the hold greatest on, shooter of all time. We saw a guy last night. Just to remind you, let me reintroduce Ooh. him to you if you haven't seen him. 25 points in the first quarter. Okay. On pace to 100. Okay. Non-negotiable, what he has done. Without question, he is a point guard, at least by size. He's a shooting guard, the way he shoots the ball. <laughs> and whatever he does, especially in today's game, he's ushered in how the game is played today. Mm-hmm. He's affected the game where everyone is shooting. Non-negotiable. Steph Curry is in the building. Okay, that's yes. not going to go down as the greatest three-point shooter, possibly the greatest shooter of all time. I would say so. Next up, we have Kevin Durant, who is a two-time Finals MVP, uh, a two-time champion, and uh, MVP. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, just won the USA I, I, gold medal. I can't. Kevin Durant, non-negotiable. I'm going to say this about him. When I first saw George Gervin as a young kid growing up in Detroit. I never thought I would ever see a scorer who could score like that again as a guard. Well, Mm. I was mistaken. There's a guy by the name of Kevin Durant who is George Gervin 2.0. Iceman 2.0. That's who he is. That's who he is. Kevin Durant, I don't know what else he can do, but I know what what he can do as well as anybody's ever put on a pair of sneakers. He can put that ball in that basket. Non-negotiable. That's 10. That's 10. That's 10. So we got 15. So we, get, we got 15 more names. 
<laughs> we, we got 10 non-negotiables, and I think we got one more non-negotiable because he's also an MVP in this league, and his name is Kevin Garnett. And I think Kevin Garnett is probably the last one of this this top 11 guys that I say are non-negotiables, right, that, that, that fall into that lane. So I'm going to say Kev, KG's in there. K, KG is an MVP. He's a defensive player of the year. He's an MVP. He was a kid that came right out of high school. Yes. And but it was the, not fashionable. A lot of people told him he shouldn't do that, that it was a big mistake. Stage. And this young man, listen, if you are basketball, you have to admire, one, his talent, but two, that he gave you maximum effort on the second and the third try and the fourth try and the fifth try. He gave mm -hmm. you maximum effort with all of the natural talent that he had. His leadership, the way he played, the way he conducted himself, it's non-negotiable. He, he's basketball. He's part of basketball. So those are the 11 non-negotiables. Are just non-negotiables. Now, 2020 Hall of Famer for KG, G also the man that said anything is possible. So, I mean, that that's enough right there. 11 these. names, non-negotiable. And we had a rule, BJ, when we started. We said MVPs matter uh, in a our rankings. Absolutely. Okay. Now, I want to say why the MVPs matter. It is impossible to play an entire season and just have a great season without having superior talent. Mm -hmm. Right? You can have a good week. That's possible. You can have a good month. That's possible. You can have a good game. And think about how many guys we've seen do that, where you're like, oh, Malik right. Monk's had an amazing week, or whoever it may be. But you can't have a great season, an MVP season, and not be on the list. That's disrespectful to the game. We are coming here. We are coming here. Our goal today is to leave this podcast with your respect, with respect to the game. And I want to respect the game by saying, if you were an MVP in this league, you got to be on the list. Tate, you don't make it in this league as an MVP and not make this list. So we have to put on the MVPs because we can't leave off, we leave off a guy like a Bob McAdoo. Mm. We can't leave him out if we're going to have a list to the game. Okay? So with that saying... Well, let's go down the MVPs of this league and make sure they're all on the list. So we got 11 guys right now. Obviously, some MVPs are on that list that we've already talked about. But here, here are some names that we have not thrown out yet. So first up, James Harden. Got to be on MVP. the list. Yeah, the, the leading scorer of this decade, the 2010s. He, he is obviously, you talk about someone that is a, a wizard at scoring the basketball. He plays with one of them in Kevin Durant. But then you also, if you, if you can't deal with KD, you also got James Harden on the other side. So they are a dynamic duo, to say the least. James Harden has earned those accolades. Two-time MVP. A guy who's been in the conversation for the past five years. You know, top three for MVP consideration. What he was able to do in Houston. No doubt about that. Next up, Russell Westbrook who broke Oscar Robertson's triple-double record. Got to be on gotta the be list. She's got to be yeah. on the list. And an, an MVP averaged a triple-double during the season. Um, that That is unheard of. Um, the next name that comes up, the youngest MVP in history, Derrick Rose, at 22 years old, one MVP in this league, a number one pick coming straight out of Memphis um, and coming straight out of the south side of Chicago, playing for his hometown Chicago Bulls, a team that has been looking for their next Michael Jordan since Michael Jordan decided to retire in 1998. And Derek took on that burden 
and he thrived and won MVP, like I said, at the age of 22. Got to be on the list. I, I think Derrick MVP got to be on the list. has to be on the list as an MVP. The youngest MVP in the history of the NBA. Yes. Enough said. Let's go to the next one. Nikola Jokic, MVP last season. Uh, he has played two more seasons than Shaq did when Shaq was named to the 1996 Top 50 team, just to give people some context there. He is not on the Top 75 list. He is an MVP, and Nikola Jokic is is playing point center like Arvidas Sabonis in his prime, and uh, he, is, he is on another level right now. So Nikola Jokic, I think, has to be on this list. You know, Tate, I'm a, I've been around for a little bit. Haven't seen it all. But I've seen a lot of basketball. Mm. Jokic, without questioning, deserves to be on this list because you can make the argument right now in the middle of his career that he is the greatest passer from the center position. And I never thought mm. I would say that after watching Bill Walton and listening to all these coaches and people who've played against Bill Walton I never thought I would say that I've seen a player that can pass, especially off the move from mm. the center position than this guy, Jokic. If Jokic and basketball says he deserves to be on the list, he's got to be on the list because what he is doing, he's going to make his argument as perhaps one of the most unique players to ever play, to ever mm. play. Regardless of position, his style, you can't speed him up. Lord knows we can't slow him down. You can't move any slower than what he's moving currently right now. <laughs> the way he plays the game, the load he's able to carry, he's kept his team. You, you take away an all-star caliber player, he's still there. You, you, you put this, you trade this guy, he's still there. His effect mm. on the game. Jokic, without question, is on the list. Basketball demands it. That's 15 right there. There you go. And now another MVP that we have not mentioned, a two-time MVP back-to-back -back years, point guard Steve Nash, head coach of the Nets right now. I think Steve Nash has got to be on the list. Two-time MVP, obviously ushered in. We talk about the new era of basketball. I mean, Dan Tony and Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire and Boris Diaw, I mean, they, they were a part of that revolution of let's maximize possessions and speed up the game and let's get this pace going. So Steve Nash is, is on that list. When you say MVP, pace right? and space, mm. he might not have the whole picture. But he's definitely in the photo, Steve Nash. Yes. Steve Nash ushered in what we are currently playing today, pace and space. He's in there. Besides being back-to-back -back MVP in a league mm. that has some great players, okay? Shaq, Kobe, to name a few. He's in there. Exactly. He, he's got to be on the list. That's 16 he, right now. Let's keep going. So we got nine. We got nine spots left. We got oh, sixteen think, players. This on the is list. where it gets tough now. now. Yes. Now these nine spots. We got <laughs> nine spots. And, and you know, right now, I think a lot of people at home they might be throwing out names like a Dwayne Wade or an I'm Alex English, English or you know, what I mean, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that are in consideration. Reggie Miller, who's on the actual team. I mean, these are the these are the guys that are now coming up into the conversation. Chris Mullen, Chris Webber, Tracy Brady. McGrady. I mean, all these guys are now into that conversation. But I wanted to start with a name that really got me going because I could not believe he was not on the list, uh, just knowing how things work here in basketball. Artis Gilmore. Artis Gilmore, to me, has to be on the list, BJ. I, I, maybe I'm crazy, but the A-Train, I know he played Tate, the ABA for a lot Tate, of his time, but Tate, I mean, the A-Train is different. Tate, 
A Train not being on the list is disrespectful to the game. Yes. A Train not being on the list is disrespectful to the game. Artist Gilmore is one of the great players to ever play the game and what he did for the game. The game demands that A-Train is there. Mm. We don't, we have no agenda here. The game demands that Artis Gilmore. When you're talking about the greatest basketball players, players ever, and you go through 75 names, I promise you, you should get to Artis Gilmore. Without question. Now where, we can debate and have fun doing that. But A-Train, without question, out of respect to the game, is on this list. And another name that is in that same vein a little bit later, but Bernard King, St. Bernard. Playing in New York, listen, I, I listen, cannot believe listen, that St. Bernard was not listen, on the list. Listen, listen, listen. Bernard King. I saw Bernard King. I happened to play against Bernard King. Didn't see Bernard King prior to the ACL. Mm-hmm. But I saw Bernard King. And that shot, that turnaround jump shot, was one of the greatest weapons I've ever seen. Was one of the greatest weapons I've ever seen. As a kid, I saw Bernard King at Joe Lewis Arena play against the Detroit Pistons and put on perhaps one of the greatest performances in the history of the NBA in that series, what he was able to do. Bernard King out of respect to the game. Respect the game. We're here with respect. No disrespect to anyone. Hmm. Respect to the game of basketball, Bernard King, and what he did in New York City, and the way he played and conducted himself. Bernard King, I don't care what era, all of these players, whoever had to play against him, you ask them. They may not say it on air. They may not say it when the cameras are going. But I've never spoken to a player who didn't tell me that Bernard Keene wasn't one of, if not the toughest guard they've ever had. And these are, talk- mm. and I'm talking about some of these guys who are in your top 50. Bernard Keene is your favorite player's player's favorite player. Okay? Yes. Now, so when we talk who, about who, Hooper, because I've seen a lot of that, people who, are like, Hoopers know that this player is your favorite be in the player's list. Yeah. favorite player is Bernard Keene. Mm-hmm. Without question, the game says he belongs on this list. The game. So we got we got seven more spots. If you if you give A Train and Bernard see, King yeah, their that, due that, as we that, think that, they should. should. So now we now we got seven spots, and now we're now we're getting into nitty gritty. Um, another name that comes up, uh, BJ, and we're talking about more of the the '90s guys, guys in your era, Gary Payton, the glove. Uh, I, I think I, Gary Payton's I, on the I, list, I, right? You know what, Gary Payton, the glove was as unique of a player we've seen in any era defensive player of the year what he was able to do early on in his career the way he stabilized that franchise up there in Seattle and what he was able to do his leadership the way he played but more importantly the way he won and conducted himself and had the longevity that he had yeah so the glove in my book without question this is non-negotiable he's really a non-negotiable I think so too. Glove I think is, so too. Glove is on the list. Yeah, so six spots left. Oh man, it's only oh. six spots. Look at it. We running out of <laughs> we running out of names. Look at this. 
just like that, um, the next name that I have on, on my list to throw out to you to see what you get, Jason Kidd, oh, as we're talking man. about. Hey, I, I, big guard. Yes. Great vision. Back to take, he took a team back to back in New Jersey to the NBA Finals. And and to me, he was like, uh, you know, he, he kind of was a predecessor to the LeBrons and some of these big guys, Luca, some of these big guys being able to Jason handle the ball, Kidd, bring the ball up. You know, having the opportunity to play against Magic, having the opportunity to play against Jason Kidd. You know, I know there will never be another Magic, but Jason Kidd was special in his own way. Mm. And I'm not even comparing him to any other player other than Jason Kidd. He mm. was a phenomenal, phenomenal passer, phenomenal defensive player, rebounder, facilitator. Unbelievable. He was that a he was walking a, triple double. Yeah, yeah it's unbelievable that he was able to shoot threes and learn how to shoot threes because when he came in the league, he couldn't shoot. Jason yeah. Kidd won a championship with Dallas. Incredible. And frankly, he's one of my favorite players. He's one of the favorites, you know, being a guard myself. He was one of the favorite players that I enjoyed. Quick story. When you could look this up, Tate. When Derrick Rose, when I first started working with Derrick Rose in full disclosure, working with Derrick Rose, and it was in a preseason game, I said, Derrick, there's a player that I want you really to study if you want to reach your true potential. He was like, who is that? I said, Jason Kidd. I said, study him because Jason Kidd has figured out something in this league. And they mm. told me he couldn't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> now, I said, now, have I ever asked you to become a great shooter? I said, okay, then. Now, it's up for you to figure out how to put your mark on this game. And Jason Kidd controlled the game. I mean, we all Kidd, guards control the I, he, game at some level, Jason but Kidd, he would manipulate the he, game. Jason yeah. Kidd understood the he was into the matrix before we knew what it was. He understood mm -hmm. how to control a game without having to score. That in itself, if anyone's ever played in this league or played basketball, how do you affect the game without scoring? Well, Jason Kidd is sitting at the master's class as one of the mm -hmm. teachers of saying, this is how you control a game without scoring. He's sitting up there with Magic Johnson. He's sitting up there with Bill Russell. He's sitting up at that table saying, this is how you do it. Because mm. that's a very rare skill set that any player can have or display at any level. So he's sitting at the table without question. So the next name that comes to mind when we talk about sitting How many at the we table, got left, Tate? How many We got four. We got four names left. That's it. Oh man, we're running out of yeah, we're, we're running out of we running out. Okay. We're running out of names. So I'm gonna start throwing some legends out there uh to see how we feel about this. Um the the next name that comes to mind, Ralph Sampson. Is Ralph Sampson on your list? Because like based on your criteria, which is the greatest ever, I think Ralph Sampson might be in consideration. Maybe not. I'm going to take a know. deep breath here, Tate. Okay. I'm take a deep breath. And I'm going to let the game of basketball talk. And I'm just going to get out of the way, Tate. Because I don't mm. really want to get in the way. Because I want to hold this game as pure as I can. You know, Big Ralph. It's unfortunate that his career, his NBA career, was cut short of his true greatness because of injuries. Ralph Sampson 
if he doesn't get hurt, Tate, on the downside is one of the top 10 greatest players to ever play the game on both sides of the ball. Ralph Sampson was so far ahead of his time as a player, Tate, that the game of basketball demands that everyone who loves this game should know who the big fella was, the skill set that he truly had at his size, and how dominant he was as a player on both mm. sides of the game. Especially when bigs like Evan Mobley are he, playing the he, way that Ralph Sampson Ralph Sampson... Yeah in today's game is the greatest player to ever play in today's game because he was doing this in the 80s when we were just trying to play, make big just sit in the post and, and play with their back. he got tip. flack for it. I mean, people were like, get in the yes. post, get in the post. The, That's the, not what you're supposed to do. The big fella was an incredible athlete, phenomenal hands, had handle, had a jump shot, had a turnaround, had a, had a hook shot, yeah. could block shots, size, length, agility, mobility, he had every adjective. He was basically Giannis at 7-4 with the jump shot. The game demands that Big Ralph is on this list because mm. Ralph Sampson, without questioning, is one of the greatest players I've ever seen. Ever. Ever seen. And I don't care what position we're talking about. He and what he displayed in his short career, you're taking him number one 10 out of 10. Mm. Listen to what I said. You're taking him number one 10 out of 10. The big yeah, fella, no question. The big fella yeah. was just something different. He was something I mean, different. Red, Red Auerbach told, I mean, he told us this story on our podcast. Red Auerbach came to his house in I, Charlottesville I, or where he was staying and begged him. To take a deal to go to the Celtics when he was a sophomore. He said he'd give him a million dollars. I, I, I'm just telling you the game of basketball, out of respect to the game. Mm. And and I, I saw this with my own eyes, Tate. It'd be different if I heard about it. I watched it on YouTube. Tate, out of respect to the game. Big Ralph, it's one of the 75 greatest players I've ever seen. Without what so, without question. Without in question. that same lane, in that same lane, I'll, I'll throw out another name because I think he falls in the same category. He's talking about impact on the game and, and talking about being one of the greatest to ever play it. Lynn Bias. Rest in peace. I can't say anything. Tate, don't make me go here. Mm -hmm. Rest in peace. Tate, to protect all, I've asked players who played in the conference, the ACC conference against him. You've, you were from down in that that area, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Tate, I happen to have seen this man with my own eyes. Tate, I haven't met anyone who didn't tell me if he wasn't the, the greatest player they've ever seen, he's the second greatest. And we know who- Him, him who, or Michael. We know like who that. people yeah. consider, most people consider in that era who's the greatest. I've had people tell me, and I'm not talking about fans. I'm talking about players. Mm-hmm who have shared with me if he wasn't the greatest, he was the second greatest. Because he basically was Michael Jordan with the jump shot. Mm. Tate, the game demands that he's on the list. And I got to mm. say that with respect to everyone who's not going to make this list because it's more than 75. But Tate, I cannot say 
in good consciousness to the game itself that Lynn Bias, who was a very unfortunate, and the story is well documented, that he wasn't one of the greatest players ever. The number two pick in the draft of the Celtics. Ever. Mm-hmm. Tate. Would have been right there with Bird, Dennis Johnson. Tate. I mean, all, all those guys. Tate. Yeah, Kevin McHale. Ever. Tate. Ever. Mm-hmm. This, this, he's got to be on this list. Tate. He's the game. He has to be on this list. Tate. Because the next time we see a player with this skill set, this athleticism, this mental mentality, all of the things packaged the way it was packaged, Tate, without question, we're going to be rewriting who's the best, who's the greatest player ever. Or it's if going to get be, another Lenny Bias. If, yeah, exactly. if you get, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's going to be in that conversation. The game demands that he's in the list. I can't say that he's not on the list as the greatest player and he never played a game. He was that good. He, we didn't have to wait to put him see to play in the game. It wasn't a matter whether he was going to be great. It was just how great was he going to be. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. So we have, I miscounted earlier, we have three spots left. So we got the, the, the next name that comes to mind, talking about impact, talking about, you know, just the talent that they had, and maybe people didn't see him in his prime. Arvidas Sabonis oh, was another name. Man. Oh, Tate. I know you love Arvidas. Tate. He's not my Vetus. He's not your Vetus. He's our Vetus. <laughs> I love that. Tate, you know, I played against him while I was still in college. Mm-hmm. I saw our Vetus prior to all the injuries. Team USA, right? Yes, you played I, yeah. I saw him prior to all of the injuries. Tate, I'm going to say this here, and I got to say this with my chest stuck out. Arvidas Sabonis is on the top 50 list. Mm. So he's in the McAdoo. No, 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 Dominique Wilkins. He should have been on the top 50 list. Arvidas. Okay. Now, we can sit down. We're going to say with respect to the game. Yes. I want to sit down with everyone who's coached this game, watched this game, played this game, and if we've seen all of these players, I want to find the guy who, who said they saw Arvidas play and he wasn't in the top 50. I ain't saying the top 75. He wasn't one of the top 50 greatest mm. players to ever play. Mm. I'm talking about the game. I'm not talking about, I'm talking the game. And the impact. I mean, think about the, the international influence. He's of the, the greatest now, player. Yeah. He's the greatest player outside of the United States, hands down. Mm. I want to find someone who is going to say to me that Arvidas Sabonis should not be on the list. Should not be on the top fifty. Mm. Now listen to what I'm saying. Not the not yeah. the top seventy five. The top <laughs> fifty. Tate. Yeah. This man. I, I saw it with my own eyes. I saw him play. I saw him. When when you say a skill set. At that size, with that type of touch, his feel for the game, athletic athleticism. He was an athlete. Mm-hmm. When I saw him, I said, whoa. 
Whoa. I ain't saying top 75. I'm saying top 50. Top 50. All right. I like that. Okay. We we got two spots left. Oh, that's it. And, and I'm just going to start throwing some names out there. So we got two spots left. Here are some of the names that come to mind, BJ. When we talk about these final two spots, Chris Mullen oh, is a name that comes I, you know, to you mind. Know, I, you know I love me some Mullen. You know I love <laughs> Chris. You know I love Mullen. <laughs> I know you're listening. You know I love you. You know I love you. But we got to respect the game. Yeah. Chris is, I'm just, Chris I'm, is I'm one, giving you names. Chris is one of the greatest shooters I've ever seen. I just want to say yes. this. The greatest. Not one. Run TMC. Not, not the greatest. But he's one of the greatest. I'll put him in there against anyone shooting today, yesterday, yeah. tomorrow. If you did a shooting contest with Larry Bird, Chris Mullen, Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, you, you, it would be a good two the, versus the two. Only, yeah. o- the only way you would lo- only way you would win that game against those guys if you don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because yeah. one miss is too many for those guys. Mm-hmm. Chris Mullen was that good of a shooter. I thought I could shoot a little bit until I played with Golden State. Yeah, I never saw a person shoot the way he could shoot, especially from that mid range. He mm. literally just didn't miss. It was automatic. Like, yeah, you know, it really was. We 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 shoot a hundred threes. I shoot ninety eight, ninety nine. You lose every time because Mully hundred, hundred, hundred. Mm. And if he mm. missed, that was the only way you get. That's the only way you could beat him. Perfection is the only way you could beat Mully. So uh, that's. See, that's hard for it's me. Tough. It's tough. Cause so I, I think there were the, the, another Chris that comes to mind when we talk about this these last two spots. Chris Weber. Oh, you know the what? double double machine. You know what? He's the king of the double double. Congratulations for him to getting in, in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Chris Weber. You know, I've been knowing him since he's a kid from Detroit. You know, basketball ha- has spoken. One of the greatest players to ever play. I mean, he's yeah. his contribution in high school, what he did, college, what he did. When he played in the pros, I mean, he played against Tim Duncan. He was right there. Kevin Garnett, yeah. he was right there. Rasheed Wallace, he was right there. Another Detroit native who was without question a top 55 talent. And I tell him this all the time then, and I tell him every time I see him. Derek Coleman is one of the greatest talents I've ever seen. Mm. Derek Coleman might be the most talented player to ever come out of the city of Detroit. Chris Webber included. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people forget about Derek Coleman. I'm here to tell you, and not to get sidetracked, Derek Coleman is without question one of the most talented players I've ever seen that's ever laced him up. Ever. And without question, he should be in the Hall of Fame because mm-hmm. Derek Coleman had everything you could possibly want. From a skill set, physical ability, post game, three point game, handle, pass with his left, his right, right hand shot, left hand shot, fade away, he had it all. Now, getting back to C Webb, C Webb, I... he's inconsiderate. I just want to give some of these yeah, names I mean, that, that, I, are, that I, are around I, here. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes. I'm not saying that he's the pick, but like, this is where we are. We got two spots left. We got Chris Mullen, Chris Weber, Tracy McGrady, oh, man, Spencer Haywood. Oh, oh, see, now you're making me. Now I'm getting incredibly sad here because those are those are those, the game. That's the game. This mm-hmm. is why I don't want this list. Is because these are phenomenal players who all inspired these players who did make the list. Yeah. In some Tracy shape. McGrady inspired Kevin Durant. Yeah, you know what uh, I mean? So uh, it's like, yeah. so I'm saying, like, 
You can't have a 75 list, but, you know, let's do it. All right, so we got two spots. Those are some of the names I've thrown out. I'm going to throw out a name that did make the list, and we saw it last night on TNT. I, I, I thought it was a beautiful moment. Reggie Miller. Um, what, what do we think about Reggie? Because Reggie has had such right. an impact yes. on this generation yeah. of shooters, especially the greatest shooter of, of all time in Stephen Curry. You know, you know I've had the pleasure of, of knowing Reggie for quite some time, since basically college. And... You know, Reggie, there's one thing Reggie could always do. He could always shoot that ball. And Reggie Miller's impact is still being felt today. Mm. Reggie Miller impacted Ray Allen. He impacted Steph Curry. He's made an impact and inspired all of these shooters who are currently playing the game that came after him. What Reggie Miller did in his career was remain incredibly consistent in an era where it was dominated by twos and threes at that in that particular area, right? He played against the Jordans, the Clyde Drexlers, the Joe yeah. Dumars, all of those players, and Reggie Miller more Joe than, Dumars, can I just say that just for you, B? I would say Joe Dumars is a name that should be thrown out more yeah, in yeah, these yeah, types Joe of conversations. Dumar, see, when... Dennis Johnson, the late Dennis Johnson. Dennis Johnson, yes, agree. You know, there's so many names that should be on the list. But Reggie Miller, without question, the way the game is played, you have to attribute Reggie Miller. His picture is his picture is there. When you say effect on how the game is played, he might not have the biggest picture, but he has a picture because mm-hmm. without question, he inspired today's greatest shooter. And that's Steph Curry. Without question. He inspired Ray Allen. He yep. inspired all of these players who play this way because of one man. I, I heard a stat last night. Steph Curry has had over 60 games with eight or more threes. And I thought, wow. I thought, wow. Okay. I think I think Reggie averaged 1.83 per game, by the yeah. way. So he, he got to take two threes a game. Okay. Reggie Miller has only done that two times in his whole career. Mm -hmm. And I thought, that's how far the game has come. Yeah. So Reggie Miller, without question, I think is on the list because of his professionalism, the way he played, and how he played. And I give him credit because that wasn't a fashionable thing back then. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like today where they're encouraging you to shoot as many threes as you can. You know, I always, when I, when I think about Reggie, I always say, how good, how good was this guy, really? Because if you put him in today's game, I got to believe he would have made at least two, two or more threes. He's, he's averaging at least 25 points a game. I think, I think you know what I mean? It's a, di- it's a different, like when you look at the stats, a lot of people are bringing up that he averaged 18 points per game and that he should be on the list. It's like if he got the shots that Clay and Steph and these guys, it's 25 plus. No Absolutely. So I think he's on the list without question. There you go. So we got, we got 24 of the 25. We got one last spot, BJ. Um, I've thrown some names out there. Uh, you know, I'm going to throw this name out there. This might be Yao Ming. What about Yao Ming? I, I, I you know, when I that, looked that's at the, an impact. When I looked I mean, at the I, list, how could you not have him? <laughs> there you go. Like, like, okay, you say what you want. Make your case for why he shouldn't be on the list. A man of that size, 
who came here and basically was one of the best players. Was an all star. I was I mean, one of yeah. the best players. He was one of the <laughs> not one of. He was he was he was there. He it was, was him versus Shaq for a moment. Yeah. Okay. Like, say what you want. Like, Yao Ming. When I saw him, I was at the time I was uh, working in the front office for the Bulls, and when he came to work out for Chicago, so I got a chance to really peek behind the curtain and see how athletic and how big of a man he really was. Seven six. When I tell you he was, I mean, he was just enormous. I was just impressed that he could move the way he could move. Yeah, I was impressed with his touch. I was impressed with his feel. I was impressed with how he played, how he conducted himself. And look, how could he not be on the list? How could he not be on the list at 7-6? Like, mm-hmm. his impact on the game was enormous. Not only on the court, but off the court. I mean, think about the market that the, the man created I, 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 as far as how the could he not be on the list? basketball. So, yeah. listen, out of respect to all of the wonderful players who didn't make this 75 list, but those Dwayne Wade, Chris, Chris Paul, Paul Carmelo Anthony. Anthony. I mean, there's a, there's, there's so many talented and, guys and, you and, can run through. And, and, yeah. and I love there's those. too many to name. I love those players. Yeah. I don't like them. I love those players. Yeah. But the game itself, the game, when you say the greatest players, the greatest you're, players. You're walking a fine line of like you have to have yeah, some the, sort of major impact. Greatest yeah. players. Okay. Not just greatest career. If you want to say the greatest career, okay, we can. Now let's. Let's put that list together. It's a different okay. conversation. But yeah, I'm just giving yeah. you, I think the game of basketball owes it to the fans to give our fan base, our youth, and the people who love the game, the game deserves to say, these are the 75 most unique players, especially these next 25. The first mm-hmm. 50 you know, I wasn't. It kind of is what it is. Yeah, I, yeah, you I, don't I, touch I wasn't it. sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now, having played, now having observed, now having been able to go back and revisit history and and come up, I have a pretty good idea where I can speak on this with authority to say, okay, I get it, and yeah. now. That 25, without question, the game has spoken. The mm-hmm. game has spoken. Okay? I don't know who the greatest is, but the game demands that we hold it and cherish it and respect it because you can't have these great players without the inspiration from another. So yeah. they will continue to inspire we will continue to add more to the list and hopefully take we'll be here to to get a hundred. Because yeah, twenty five years. Those from now. players, like you just mentioned, like Dwayne Wade and and Carmelo Anthony and Clay Thompson, Clay maybe. I mean, Thompson there's some guys and that will be in that kind. Co- they're Chris top one hundred guys. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, without question. You're talking about the greatest ever. Ever. Okay. And to anyone who saw Arvidas Sabonis. Just go, hopefully there's some tape of him. I saw him with my own eyes. 
And I don't know if they had video back then of who he was before <laughs> he got hurt. Because the player you saw in the NBA for the Portland Trailblazers, he was about a third of himself when he came here. And he was still good. Yeah. He was literally a third of himself. He's the most accomplished player outside of the United States ever in the history of the game. And when I tell you he was a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal player, I, 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 I'm telling you, you ask anybody who saw him or played against him, without question, he's one of the 50 greatest players to ever play. So thanks for listening. Tate, this was tough. It, it was tough. This I was mean, tough, this is, Tate. This was this tough. tough. But our goal today was to respect. I just want, this is with respect. And the game yeah. itself is just speak from the game because this is the, this is what we love. Take this is no agenda. This is no, just just the game. And you know, there's there's some great players, but I think and we, like you I said, I mean, ben, I think we nailed well, it. Though, Tate. I think I think we nailed it. And, and look, I mean, you you have to try to take your personal proclivities away when you have these conversations. I mean, as I Vince Carter is my favorite. That's who I grew up loving. Vince Carter is my favorite player. But at the end of the day, NBA career. He probably is in the top 75, but we talk about the the game as we're talking about. He's probably not. You know what I mean? So it's it's trying to find those. It's trying to have that conversation without it being a disrespectful conversation. No, which that, that that's that's the hard part because I feel like a lot of people like you know we've seen this. People are like take off Bob McAdoo, take off Bob Cousy, put in Kyrie mm -hmm. Irving, put it. It's like th that's not the respectful way to have the conversation because it's not to put someone else down to put someone else. It's just to to talk about the game from an even playing field. And like you said, this is an all-time conversation. This is top 75 all-time. All-time. All, uh, you know, listen. Anyone can play the game and say things for the glory. But hopefully, today, Tate, is that we took the time to and had a thoughtful and respectful conversation here today so that we can wake up the people so people can say, let me go back and see how good Ralph Sampson really was. How good was the late Lynn Bias? How good really was Arvita Sabonis? How good mm. was Yao Ming? Wait a minute, Bernard King? I'm not as familiar. Like, we're not saying this for a hot take. We're not saying this because we're friends or this was our personal favorite. Like, hopefully that when you listen to this, you'll say, let me take a look and let me go see for myself. And you can respectfully agree or disagree, but having an opportunity to see these players and see what they have done, I owe this to all of those people who haven't seen these players to say, out of respect, out of respect to the game. Like, when I tell you they're, they're incredible talents, these guys are incredible. And all of those players we talk about, even the ones who didn't make it are incredible. But we mm. owe this to the game to put the very best of the best so that the next 100 or the next 25 will be added to this list will, will enhance it even more because that's mm. what we do. We inspire for the next generation and we want to see the game continue to grow, expand. And it's hard to say this, but even someday there'll be a, a better shooter than Steph Curry. It's hard to believe, but there will yeah. be. He might be in second grade right now, but yeah, he, he, you're right. He, it, it, it's hard to say that. It's hard to believe that someone is going to come <laughs> around someday and be better or greater than Michael Jordan. It's hard to say that, but it's it's going to happen. 
that's how evolution works. So, man, this was fun. Tate, I appreciate you. And um, man, this is just, I, 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 hopefully we did it. I hope, I hope the game would be proud of, of how we tried to do this in a respectful yeah. way. And, and we're trying to, like, we, you know, that's why we threw all these other names out. The Alex Englishes of the world. Oh, we, yeah. We, Ale- I mean, come on, man. I, that's, I mean, it, it, you do a top 100 list, Alex English is on it. I, I, I guarantee you that. That's the tough part yes. about this. I mean, there's only 25 spots. There's a lot of legendary, impactful players that have come uh, and, and guys that weren't included in the first go-around, like the Dominiques and the Bob McAdoo's that should have been. So they obviously come into the equation. So it was a tough starting point for anybody. So th- there, there's nothing to say about that than, than that being the case. But like you said, put the game first, love the game, and uh, that's all you can really do. There's no shade. There's no disrespect. Only love. I'm on, Got his book I'm back. I'm going to end this back to where I started. Take. Out of all the shows, my friend, this was great. There this was, was no, fun. There was no screaming. We just want to respect the game. Yeah. Now I'm going to go back, take to my reading, and get back to where, you know, get back to my happy place. Get centered. Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I was a little, you know, they, they tried to knock me off my, you know, they tried to knock me they off. They tried to knock you off your rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now but you're yeah, back. I'm back now, Tate. I appreciate you. <laughs> and we're rocking together. Uh, BJ, is there anything else before we get out of here? We were deep in the water today, Tate. <laughs> we were deep in the water. And you know what happens when I get in that water. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make waves. This has been pushing through. This has been the top 75 players according to pushing through. According to the game, really. Not even according to us. This according the to game. the game. And uh, we appreciate you listening, and we will see you next week.